Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Welcome to Faith Marketplace, a show featuring stories from Christian business leaders to equip and encourage you. We want to also inspire you to live out your faith in the work that you do through the daily interactions in your business and life. Hi, I'm Bob Lambert, the founding partner of Samurai Business Group, where we coach, teach, and train people how people buy. Uh, we also train managers, and we focus on industries like professional services, financial services, technology, and manufacturing. And I'm Jennifer Reyes, founder of SalesFromTheHeart.com serving entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through customized business coaching one-to-one or in a group. I help you gain more clarity and direction in your business so you can have more consistency in clients. And today, you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned, especially if you're a job seeker, if you're a solopreneur, if you're a business coach or consultant, make sure that you stay tuned and Text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. And you're going to want to use the keyword LinkedIn. We're going to tell you what you get in just a moment. And I have the privilege and honor of introducing a dear friend of mine for a number of years now. He's uh, reoccurring uh, on the show after uh, an absence for a while. I'd like to introduce you to Wayne Breitbarth. Breitbarth excuse me. Uh, he is the owner and founder of Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. And I know that's going to resonate with a lot of folks out there today as to how do we do this thing called LinkedIn? And is it just only for people looking for a job or can I use that to, to find business? So Brett, why don't you share with our audience a little bit more about, uh, you know, <laughs> cause you got a heck of a background as to what you're doing out there with folks these days. Thanks Bob. It's great to be back on. It's always good when you get back <laughs> to do something again, right? You know, oh, I must not have messed up the first time. Yeah. So it's, it's great to be on. And boy, since the last time I was on, there have been loads and loads of changes with LinkedIn. That's just what they do on these social media sites. But those changes also have opened a lot of opportunities uh, for the people that I help and coach. And um, the fourth edition of my book came out recently. So that's a big, yeah. my wife and I work on the book every couple of years, as much as I wouldn't like to do a book every two years with LinkedIn, <laughs> if you need to. And so we can deal with that because yep. the book has been such a big success. And so, um, I'm really looking forward to the time we have together to, to really get to some real actionable steps for your audience on how to improve their LinkedIn experience. That's great. And congratulations on the fourth edition. I mean, it's knocked it out of the park. I talk about you all the time. I give the book away, encourage people to connect with you because you are the top rated guy in my mind as far as LinkedIn goes. So, Thank you, my friend. Well, Wayne, why don't you tell us a little bit more about why you're so passionate about the work that you do? That's a good, good one. You know, it's like, when I started on LinkedIn 12 years ago, I owned a business, uh, an office furniture dealership up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we were in the middle of that recession and we were trying to find a way to sell office furniture when nobody wanted office furniture. <laughs> Basically is what it was. And a friend of mine said, Hey, you just you ought to check out this LinkedIn thing. And I was pretty sure I said, listen, no social media for me. I'm 50. This is silly stuff. I see what my daughters are doing. I said, I'm not doing social media, but he stopped me in my tracks and he said, listen, what you don't get Wayne, it's the best database of business professionals we've ever had. 
And not only can we find that at that time there were 60 million people, now it's 690 million, but we could see who our friends knew. LinkedIn shows you sort of the Kevin Bacon thing, you know, first degree, second degree. And when I saw that, I said, oh my gosh, I get to use something like this for free. This is crazy. And 90 days after I joined LinkedIn, I was able to help land a pretty sizable office furniture order at a time, like I said, when nobody was doing anything. And it was because we could see who a friend of a friend was at an organization that we had no existing relationship with. And we got introduced from that friend because LinkedIn showed us the path. And the next thing you know, we got a really sizable order. And that's why I got passionate about LinkedIn because I said, you know what? People do not get this. They just don't get it. Yeah. Well, you're going to have so many tips that you're going to share with our listeners today. So you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned. Uh, But I also want to know, because Faith Marketplace is a show about incorporating our faith in our work, what does that mean for you, you know, faith and work? My faith journey really began because of a work situation back in the days when I was in public accounting. I worked for Arthur Anderson, the largest accounting firm in the world at the time. And as most of the listeners probably know, public accounting can be very stressful. And it was stressful. And I can remember it was during that time when I was just a young CPA trying to make make my go and get, get good at a really difficult industry. And, and I was working way too many hours. And I can remember sitting in church one Sunday and the pastor talked about stress being a sin. You know, the fact that if you stress out, then you're not trusting that God has things in control. And I was not trusting him, trust me, because I was stressed all the time. I, mean, I had a bottle of Pepto-Bismol on my desk. Oh, man. And that was like, I drank as much of that as my Diet Coke. So it was like, it was not good. But that, that was a revelation to me to realize that I'm not in control of this thing. And I'm so glad early in my career, you know, I was two years out of college, that I got that. Because that, that has helped me get through all these other times, including COVID-19, realizing that we're not in charge of this bad boy, that it's our job to, to lean into God. And, and so that I do that consistently in my, my daily walk, but I also do that as I'm coaching people, you know, and, and I half the people that I coach are job seekers. And trust me, that's not a fun space to be in, especially when you're a little bit older. And I'm able to give them sort of like just that assurance that, you know, that there's a job out for the, there for them. And maybe it doesn't match the, the job they had, but there's it's there, there's hope and there's faith and there and there's there's no reason to throw up your hands and say what am I going to do now? And so I, I try to integrate that. And, and when I see that there's an opening to have that discussion, I do. Well, you know, Wayne, what I you alluded to earlier, and we all those of us that have been there quite a while. I was in the first hundred thousand in LinkedIn because I got this thing right away. I thought, like you, holy smokes, wow. But, you know, along that path, as you made that transition into this, you, you alluded to it. There's been a lot of changes. So what's some of those challenges that you've had to face now being one of the gurus of LinkedIn and, and the transition that even LinkedIn has made? I'd say that still the, the main challenge, and it's been the challenge since day one when I started teaching LinkedIn, is that people still don't understand that they need a strategy for both their profile and their connections. And they just think by having one and they'll always say, yeah, I got one. And I go, Oh, congratulations, whatever it is you got there, you know? And they said, what's it doing for you? And I get sort of look like, well, I'm supposed to do something. Well, it's a business tool. It's a, it could be a weapon. If you were good enough at it, that it would go from a tool to a weapon, but you haven't figured it out evidently. No, not really. I just thought people would contact me and hire me and all that. That's not going to happen. 
It's like any other tool. It's like my wife. She says, see that hammer over there? It's not going to move just sitting in that tool. <laughs> she got to go grab it. And then she sees how poor I am at it. She said, you need a lot of practice with your hammer. And that's the same with LinkedIn. You know, it's a tool. You need a lot of practice with it. But it starts with a strategy. And when I can break down that, that, that issue of I don't have a strategy and get them to a strategy, all of a sudden they go, oh, I see how a database like this could help me now that I've defined my strategy. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about some of these strategies in the next couple of segments. Um, but first, you know, I want to know, Wayne, do you have a, a life verse, you know, uh, maybe something that really speaks to you that keeps you going during your day while you're working? Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, the, um, the Jeremiah 2911 where God has a plan for us, a plan to <laughs> prosper. And some days I lean into that and say, prosper, you just dropped two speaking events because of COVID-19. <laughs> I'm going to prosper today, right? So it's that verse. It's leaning into the fact that God's plan is to prosper us and to have a really good, have a great life and a fun life and a fulfilling life. Now, I don't take that for granted. You know, we all know that he's going to also put us through perseverance and we know what perseverance leads to. You know, and so I, I thank him at times during those times when we're down to go, okay, this must be one of those perseverance times. I'm digging in on this one. For sure. So it's, for sure. it's sort of those two, right? Those two sort of work together all day long, it seems like. Yeah. I like to remind my clients too that, you know, there's still work being done when we're resting because right. sometimes we're in a season where we just need to rest and be in the word and lean in, you know, to the Lord and see where he's got us going in our business. And then boom. He's so, so good. And there's that provision that he has promised us. So yeah, really good, Wayne. Yeah. You know, the, one of the things that you mentioned too, Wayne, is the challenge, uh, particularly for you right now, because you used to do a lot of live training. So you've had to make some adjustments during this period of time, uh, obviously, to maybe switching to more online training. Is that what's happening for you? Oh, man. You, I'm telling you, there two months ago, right around St. Patrick's Day, we all yep. sort of, we'll never forget that time frame, right? In yep. 24 hours, six events canceled. Wow. And those six events were like my cornerstone, the once a month event that is cornerstone to my revenue and into my marketing. But I, and I, two days before I told my wife, well, this thing's not so bad. Nothing's going wrong. And then boom, it started. The, calls to, I, the phone rang. I remember the, the seventh call in those two days, I looked at my wife and said, you answer it. I'm having bad luck with these last six. <laughs> because it was just like everyone was canceling. And you're right, Bob. What I've been able to do, at least with some of the events, not conferences and conventions, those are in a little bit of trouble right now, but the other corporate events, I've been able to move those to virtual. Thank goodness we have tools like this. So we're going to give uh, all of our listeners who text us here at the studio, and you can text us anytime, whether you're listening to us on AM 1160 every Saturday noon to one, or you're listening to the podcast, Faith Marketplace. And so text us at this number, 224-404-1988. Use the keyword LinkedIn. And then what are they going to get, Wayne, real quick? What are they getting? Ta-da! Get <laughs> I love it. They're going to get a priceless copy of the fourth edition of my book that I will sign. Well, and we're going to uh, give away three of those. Yeah. And then everybody is going to receive the first chapter in the book. So it's called uh, The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, Kickstart Your Business, Brand, and Job Search. Hey, and you're going to want to stay tuned uh, when we bring Wayne back because he, he's just hit the, the uh, tip of the iceberg with all the wonderful knowledge he has. And I've had the privilege and honor of being coached by him. So I, I know you're going to get a lot of tips out of him.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Now, back to founding partner of the Samurai Business Group and Marketplace veteran, Bob Lambert. Welcome back to Faith Marketplace, a show featuring stories from Christian business leaders to equip and encourage you to live out your faith through the daily interactions in your business. And I'm Bob Lambert, the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. We coach, teach, and train individuals and companies on how to get, uh, how people want to buy from you. Uh, We focus on a couple different industries, so go out and check us out. (laughs) And I'm Jennifer Reyes, founder of salesfromtheheart.com, serving entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through one-to-one or group customized business coaching. And if you missed part of this episode or you want to hear other Faith Marketplace guests sharing their stories, visit faithmarketplace.com and also check us out on any podcast uh, any podcast uh, platform out there. Hey, again, I have the honor and the privilege of bringing back our special guest today, Wayne Breitbarth. Uh, he is the founder and the pr- and owner of Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. He's on his fourth edition of his book. It's a bestseller, in my estimation, one of the top gurus in the country on LinkedIn. Uh, and not bad for recovering CPA, right, Wayne? Exactly. <laughs> Why don't you give us a couple of stories about the power of LinkedIn and what you've seen, how it's manifested itself, not only for people getting jobs, uh, they're looking for a job, and I think there's going to be quite a bit of that, you know, that we're going into a season, but there's also going to be a part of this that we want to be able to talk about as far as what's happening with people getting business coming out, because that's something that they're definitely going to be focusing on. You bet. So let's start with the latter. I had a very interesting client a week ago uh, from New Jersey, and we were doing a one-on-one consultation. And he had been on LinkedIn for 10 years, and his business was he provided home health care nurses mm. to, you know, people that were in hospice or, you know, when they, they, they need extra help at home, right? And he had a, a team of, of nurses and, and caretakers that would go into homes, but he needed more leads on on the homes that needed that kind of help. And I said, so tell me how you typically got your lead. And he said, well, social workers are usually the best thing for me and social workers that work at the uh, facilities, at assisted living facilities, because they need to refer when grandma or grandpa go home, right? Or mom or dad go home, they need to have. Right. And I said, well, that sounds simple. Well, let's try. And I went, I went on LinkedIn and we searched the four largest uh, assisted living facilities in his neighborhood. <laughs> And we just put the facility in, we found the company page, we clicked on the employees, then we typed in social worker in the title line, and then up came a list of all the social workers at each of those locations. I said, now tell me, I I said, listen, Jim, look what just happened. We just had a virtual event where these people just showed up and said, hi, you want to talk to me? And and what was crazy about it was he said, I never knew I could do that kind of search on free LinkedIn. And I said, most people don't because it took them three clicks to get there, not just click here for the answer, right? It's mm-hmm. very, LinkedIn is not intuitive. And then I went through the process of what to do with these people now. I said, introduce yourself, explain what you do, put them in some kind of file that you want to follow up with. So when you can finally go back to the nursing home and talk to them in person, because that's what he always did. He always right. would show up and have a lot of business cards and have a little coffee or something. And I said, well, you'll get back to that. But now when we're sitting at home, this is a perfect technique for you. And wow. sure enough, a week later, he, he wrote me back and said, Wayne, I can't get off this site. And I said, <laughs> you're kidding me. I said, you better get off the site. You got to spend time with your family too because we had nice talk about his family. And he said, what's amazing is 
almost everybody I then send the note connection request to introduce myself, they all accepted. And then I began a conversation. They now who know who I am. And I've already got one that, that I placed into a home in this very first week. And I said, man, you made my day. Cause as you, as you know, Bob, in the business we're in consulting, coaching people, when you can get those stories back, it's almost like, you don't have to pay me. That's all I live for. Are those <laughs> stories, right? The oh stories are the things that really get us going and go, hey, let's bring those out stories, another one. Wayne, are so powerful and we want to hear more of them. So can you give us some examples of how LinkedIn would be helpful for solopreneurs, for coaches, for consultants? You know, what about them? Because I think sometimes they uh, tend to pick some other platforms because they're maybe not seeing the interaction as often right now on LinkedIn. Uh, I know that my post used to get over 7,000, 10,000 views, et cetera, and a lot of engagement. Uh, and I don't even have that many connections, maybe about three, a little bit over 3,000. Uh, but now it's like a few hundred ever since they introduced hashtags. I'm just not getting the engagement. So now I'm not on there consistently like I used to. What would you say to somebody like that? Yeah, so I think posting used to be one of the best techniques. The organic reach stinks. It stinks really, it didn't have to do with hashtags, but you know what it had to do with Jennifer. It had to do with LinkedIn coming out with paid sponsored company updates where you could actually pay to push your company outdates into, into people's feeds. Mm. And so the bottom line is the organic reach on your posts are not gonna go where they used to or where you want them to go unless you wanna write some pretty sizable checks, which most solopreneurs don't have that in their budget. Mm -hmm. But the solopreneur, the coach, and the consultant, here's, here's the tip that I got. Referrals. You tell me. I'm sure all three of us here, if we said, do we like referrals? Yes, we love referrals, right? Mm -hmm. Well, LinkedIn's got a filter called connections of where you can go in and let's say you're my client. I can put your name in a box underneath connections of. Up comes your network. Then I can type in presidents, VPs, project managers, whatever I'm looking for certain industries, certain towns, all the other filters I can use, but now it's only filtering your network. Mm -hmm. So up comes this handful of people or maybe a couple handfuls of people that I go, hey, Jennifer, you got 1,000, 3,000 people. I found these 10. They look really good to me. Well, mm -hmm. let's talk about them. Instead of, I would have to say, hey, Jennifer, is there anybody you could refer me to? Right. Thinking, oh, I like you, Wayne. We're friends. I don't know. I'm busy. Who do you like? What do you want? Instead, I do my homework, I bring you a short list of names because I did my homework, and you'll have no trouble going through that, that list and going, she'll be really good for you, don't bother with him, he, he doesn't like this kind of stuff, right? And, and you, but it's a short list because you've respected their time, mm -hmm. and, you've, and you've figured out how to use a tool like LinkedIn to take that big network and make it a really nice tight list that you can discuss with your referral source. It yeah. works like a champ. That's really good. I'm going to encourage our yep. listeners to do that and to connect with Bob Lambert, connect with myself, <laughs> Jennifer Reyes, and then also connect with Wayne, Wayne <laughs> Breitbarth. And uh, Wayne, you know, I did notice though that you have quite a few connections. How many? I mean, I'm like 20,000 plus 20, or something 20, like that. I have 24,000 connections and about 3,000 <laughs> followers. But how do you how do you manage that? Wayne? I mean, did you send you know messages to each person, or did they send messages to you? I mean, so I send very few out. Uh, typically, I'll send them out if I have a CEO group or a, a group of people that I'm going to meet with, and I get a roster. Then I'll do that before I do a training class. But most of them come in because of things like this, the book, 
am I, am I speaking? They'll come in, but I don't manage them, which is, it's a good, that's a good question. How do you manage them? Well, I don't manage them. What I, I don't manage them as a group, but anytime I want to do a search, just like the one I just told you and do sort of a campaign, like this morning, I did a campaign for all the HR directors that I know that I'm connected to because I have a class coming up in two weeks on how to use LinkedIn to find your next employees after COVID. And so I did that search and now, and that list came up with like 650 people in my network were HR professionals. Well, my lovely wife will help me now. We will craft a nice message and she will help me do some cutting and pasting Mm -hmm. and inviting these people to this event. So that's a little bit of a campaign, but I will go through that list first and I'll probably take 50 of those of the 600 and I'll say, honey, I got to do those because those people do know me. Mm. Right. And I need to write, how's your family, blah, blah, blah. And then I can tell them about the event. Mm-hmm. So it's like those extra steps that a lot of people go, well, I don't want to do those extra steps. Well, then you're <laughs> on the Then this isn't the platform for you. Yeah. It's right. so then important. It's, then and, use and, email. Then use email if you want. Right. If you're blasting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But either way, even through email, it's important to deliver value, to connect with people, to be authentic, you know, to engage with them. It's, it's very important. Um, yeah, I love what you said, Wayne, about the personalization too. You know, you're not just blasting it out there and hoping something, you know, spray and pray kind of thing. It's really taking that time to be able to do. I know like for me, <clears throat> I, I limited my on my network on LinkedIn because I wanted only to be linked to people that would respond to me that they wanted to start a relationship. And so I put up some boundaries around that from the standpoint that I'd throw it out there. I'd love to connect with you, but I've made it a policy that I need to have some kind of dialogue with you. I got to tell you, out of every 10 invites I would get, only maybe one person would respond to that. And so that's how I, I kind of set up boundaries be, around do you think people. That's a really good point, Bob, and I love the boundaries. But Wayne, do you think it's because some people don't even check their messages on LinkedIn? Jennifer, that's exactly what it is. The last time LinkedIn told us about the frequency of people going on the site, catch this, 25%, only 25%, go on LinkedIn once a month. Wow. And, and I mean, that I actually have downloaded on my phone, have an app. I actually try to set up something with someone uh, via LinkedIn and they asked me to send them an email and, you know, to book a calendar spot there. And I'm like, we're already here. (laughs) So I think some people just have different platforms of what they prefer. That's what it is. Email is not, you know, my friend most of the time. That's the last thing that I'm going to want to check. So yeah, I think that's really point, uh, a good point. And Bob, maybe you want to re-engage with some of those people uh, because they prefer email or phone call, but yes, it's a little bit more work, but you know, Hey, (laughs) and this is what I usually say around that issue. LinkedIn is always the best database we've ever had and probably will ever have. It's not the all the best next step for the communications. Yeah. yeah. So we have yeah. to take that, that next step further. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure people can learn this in your book, right, Wayne? Is Again, there some good tips in there about this? Loads yeah. of them. Awesome. Well, we want to give all of our listeners the first chapter, totally complimentary. Uh, thanks to Wayne. Just make sure that you text us here. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword LinkedIn. We're also going to give away three signed copies. So you'll be entered to win that. And make sure when you send us a text that you say hello to Bob and myself, send us an emoji, give us some words of encouragement, and maybe you have a guest you would, you would like us to interview. You better stay tuned because we're going to be right back. And if you think those tips were great, you wait till Wayne comes back and gives you more. 
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again on Faith Marketplace with our special guest, Wayne Breitbarth. Uh, He is the founder and owner of Power Formula for Success on LinkedIn. And uh, I told you before, you got to stay tuned because he's got some more stories and some more tips about LinkedIn. And and I know everybody's out there that is looking at this right now and saying, okay, well, you know, in this time, the season we're in, how are we going to get out of this thing? Pay attention to this because these are going to be absolutely powerful for you to be able to do some of the things you need to do. So, Wayne, we talked about this before. We we covered off a little bit on how uh, you had a client to use it for business. How can somebody that's out there in the job market now uh, be able to powerfully use this? Yeah, I got a great story for you on that one. So a couple of weeks ago, I, I met with a, a fellow that was looking for a project management position and he had a target. He had 10 target companies in Milwaukee that he'd like to work for, which is perfect. A lot of people might not have that, but he did. And I said, so what have you done with these, as far as LinkedIn, what have you done with these 10 companies? He said, well, I applied to one of them. I said, cool, let, let, let's let's go through the process process of what you should do on LinkedIn now that you've applied. So we we went and we searched into that company, searched into the company, which is really easy to do, put the company in the, in the search box, click the employees, then we dropped into the titles and I asked him, I said, what do you think the title would be of the people that you'll report to? And he said, well, it's probably going to be VP of project management, director of project management, that kind of thing. I said, great, let's go, let's do that search and into that company. Boom, up comes three people, all potential people that would be his boss. And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to send a connection request introducing yourself to these three folks. He said, well, I don't even know them. How would I introduce myself? I said, you introduce yourself like you would introduce them if you were an event. And it bumped into them. <laughs> Same way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, had, I helped them with the scripting. But basically, I said, listen, you're going to tell these folks you just applied because you did. Yep. You're going to say how excited you are about the opportunity how much, how many good things you've heard about their company. You can't wait to hear from them. Let's connect on LinkedIn to begin the conversation. And I said, listen, here's what's going to happen, my friend. Those three people, while HR is down there figuring out what 10 you're going to get to interview, are you're going to show up into their inbox. And when HR comes down the hall with the 10 people, they're going to say, you know what? I think I want to talk to this guy too. I love the fact that he reached out to me, wrote a really nice note to me, said good things about our company. I just like the fact that he was assertive and aggressive. And sure enough, it worked. He said, I got an interview. And I said, you know what is crazy about that? You probably wouldn't have made it through the ATS system, which is this big computer that spits out the right resumes these days. It's a crazy thing. And people are so frustrated with it. I said, because you were not a perfect match for that position. As we discussed, he said, no, I wasn't. I said, that's why I think this technique will work great for you. And it did. So, and, and we could have never done that without LinkedIn because we couldn't do the searches and we could, didn't have a way to communicate. That's awesome, Wayne. Is this feature uh, free or is this something that they have to pay? No, you can do a search like that on free LinkedIn. And then what's the difference between the other ones that are a bit more advanced that you do pay? Like, uh, uh, is it the LinkedIn Navigator? So Navigator is one of the tools, Recruiter is one of the tools, and then Premium is, is another one of the pay pay platforms. The difference is, the biggest difference is that when you start paying, you get unlimited LinkedIn filtered searches. Mm-hmm. Where on free, they're going to limit the number of searches you do. Because if you really understand LinkedIn, you're going to do a lot of searches, whether it's the referral search I told you, or the search that I just told this guy about the, the people at, at, in the department. So you're going to do more and more searches, and you're going to push the search limit every month 
if you don't end up paying. And that now there are other bells and whistles you get for your money too, depending on which platform you take. But that's the thing that people usually want is more searches. And so when so, you recommend that uh, somebody signs up for something that's a little bit more of an investment. Yeah, so I recommend they sign up whenever they start running into what I call the free wall. Right. You know, like even a tool like Who's Viewed Your Profile, where you get to see the last five people that looked at your profile. That's not good enough for you. You can pay and you can see everybody that looked at your profile for the last 90 days. So they have all these free walls built. And I say, if your head gets smashed so many times from the free wall, maybe it's time to pull your credit card out. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah. Kind of explain very briefly the, the three different paid versions, Wayne. What's the difference between them? Yeah, they really boil down to function. You know, the, re the okay. recruiter and recruiter lighter for people that use uh, LinkedIn for just that recruiting. And it allows you to have these little project folders about people and follow up and all that stuff. And Sales Navigator is built all around sales processes. And it has really good features and fil more filters to filter to find the right people. It also has its own. For? What's that? Who's that good for? Salespeople. So mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're prospecting, Sales Navigator is a wonderful tool. Now it's 80 bucks a month, the cheapest version. So it, it's not the cheapest date in the world, but you know, most people, if they find one client a quarter because of Sales Navigator, it can pay for that 80 bucks a month. And then regular premium are for those people who aren't really in either of those spots and they just still want to do more searches. Like let's say a nonprofit person who maybe is in the development of a nonprofit organization and they're out raising money and they don't, need Sales Navigator, but they want to keep doing more searches for potential donors or foundations, that kind of thing. What's the price point on that one? Uh, there's a there's a career one at $30 a, a month that doesn't give you very much, but business premium, which is most what most people have, that's 50 bucks a month. Ah, okay. So it's not outrageous or, or undoable, un, un but yeah, it's still an investment. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's a number of people I know that I've talked to that I tell them, you know, you get into these paid ones when, to your point, when you hit the wall or you're really, really using it, then it's worth the investment because you're going to get that back in spades, you know, when you do this. But, you know, um, give me another example, if you can, real quickly, as to how a business has used this effectively, like they've they got Sales Navigator. Uh, how would how did they use Sales Navigator and what did what, how, what was the return on that? So the other day I had a uh, a, a large Midwestern bank organization that was looking to get some more bankers. They were trying to basically pick off great bankers from some of the other smaller banks. And we did use the sales navigator because this bank was located in Northwestern Chicago suburbs so that you could do a search on navigator by a zip code with a circle around it, as small as 10 miles where on regular LinkedIn or premium, you only get greater Chicago. And you know that's a big reach, right? That, yep. that, that, that search is, you're gonna plug through and try to find who lives on the Northwest side. Well, right. on Navigator we can. And basically we brought up bankers at other smaller banks. And I told this, he was the executive vice president of the bank. I said, okay, now it's your job now to send connection requests, introducing yourself and telling the people that you looked at their profile. Looks like you had a lot of great banking experience with fits our organization great. Let's connect if you'd like to have a confidential conversation. Simple as that. So That's Wayne, great. a lot of this is more individual connections. So for somebody who's an online creative or a coach and they have, uh, you know, some of their freebies that they give away, they have opt-ins kind of like how they do with Facebook ads. They're having people opt into these things, you know, basically have them move through their funnel for lack of better words. Is LinkedIn still going to be a place for them? So I would still use that whole funnel opt-in situation in a thank you note 
after the person connects. Mm. You know, offer them something of value right out of the gate. Thanks for connecting. Really appreciate that. Hope we get a chance to have a phone conversation soon. Thought I would share with you this ebook that people in, with your positions and other organizations have just loved. It's my gift to you or something like that, right? So yeah. the, that content, you could post that content and you should. But like we talked about in the earlier segment, it's just not getting very many places, Jennifer. So if you can direct yeah. message those landing pages or those contents into the people in your network, either a brand new connection or somebody already in your network because you got a new piece of content, that's, yeah. that's going to at least get in their inbox, right? I think, yeah, I think that's important. I, for me, I like to see a little bit of connection before somebody copy and paste. So I know it's working for them because it's probably a matter of numbers. But yeah, for me, it, that connection is important. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, Wayne, how do you connect with people? How do you serve people through your services with LinkedIn? So uh, probably a third of my business is now one-on-one consultations, which are done virtually, just like we're, we're doing right now. It's a virtual consultation with people all over the world. And they'll, if it's a job seeker, I get their resume ahead of time and I strategize on what tools and settings they don't have right or their profile keywords aren't on their profile. And if it's a sales person, I will talk about who's your target audience, who are you trying to call, what are the titles? So that's about a third. About a third of my business is working with sales organizations where I will be the guest training speaker person, uh, live or virtual. No, it's all virtual now, but where I'll show them the best sales techniques and show them how to do a good profile before they start reaching out to people. And then the last third of what I do revolves around speaking at conferences, conventions, and, um, you know, book sales. Yeah. I love that. So you take people through, uh, like, let's say there was just an individual or Bob or myself, would you look at our LinkedIn profile and tell us how to enhance that further? Is that something that you would do? For sure. Yeah. If you go to my website, powerformula.net, you'll see that I do one-on-one -on -one consultations. They're only $197 and I spend one hour with you. I mark up your profile. You send me yep. some information about your business and then we get on the, a Zoom call. I record the call for you and we go not just through your profile, but we'll do searches just like that. The guy with the nursing care facility guy, right? We, that was exactly what he did. We went through one of these consultations together and Hey, and for $200, to know how to fix your profile and, and actually do some searches that you can duplicate yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, make sure that you check out Wayne at powerformula.net. And you can also text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword LinkedIn and everybody is going to receive the first chapter in Wayne's book. And it's called The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, Kickstart Your Business, Brand and Job Search. And we want to remind you, go out and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts up there. I can't believe it, Jennifer, seven years now. I mean, we're loaded with podcasts. It's fabulous. And also, there's a still donate button on there. That's how this ministry gets supported. We'd love for you to be able to hit that button. I know it's kind of a tough season right now, but we could use your support to be able to keep this program on uh, and broadcasting all over the country. Uh, and we have some great guests, believe me. We, and we got more guests coming up that are really going to – like Wayne. Wayne's been fabulous. I love coming and having him come back and uh, talk to us today because he's <laughs> he's brought it today. If you didn't get anything out of this, shame on you.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Now, back to founding partner of the Samurai Business Group and Marketplace veteran, Bob Lambert. Hey, we're back here for our last segment, and boy, we got one that we're going to bring it on today is, are you working to improve your knowledge and skills? I think if you've been listening to any of this, you're understanding that this guy that we've got on today, Wayne Breitbart, is definitely doing that. He's delivering a lot of value here. But Wayne, what, what kind of comments? Let's let's have a little roundtable conversation around this as far as improving skills and knowledge and all that. What are you doing to do that for yourself? What I believe in is accountability. And so it's I'm, I'm in a mastermind group, and I wouldn't be without that. Just like I'm in a Bible study group for accountability, I'm in a mastermind group with other solopreneur, speaker, consultant, people like myself. And we get together every six weeks and not only just share best practices, we say, we're going to get this done in the next six weeks. And if I didn't have that, guess what? Probably wouldn't do that part. So I think account, being an accountability group is, is a top advice. Yeah, that's great. Jen? Yeah. So for me, it's important for me to update my skill sets because that's what my coaches or my clients pay me for, right? Is that they want to get there at an accelerated pace. And so I let them know this is what I constantly invest in to help them get further so they don't have to invest all the time in the resources to do that. And then I agree with what Wayne said, uh, having that accountability. So coach still has a coach, right? So I still work with somebody. Uh, My Unshakable Confidence Club, we can meet them where they're at, right, with their skill level. Uh, And then from there, they go up a few different levels, or maybe they just want to accelerate and start there. Just depends on where you're at in your business. But I think the most important thing is it doesn't matter at any level, whether you're looking to just start, you have a business idea, or you're looking to launch or scale, there's a community, there's a place for you, and you just need to connect with those resources. Uh, And I do believe that there is a difference between investing in something that's free versus uh, not, because like Wayne mentioned, the accountability is just a whole nother level if you invest uh, financially, in my opinion. Um, You know, that way people stay consistent and they're not saying, oh, I can't show up today because I have to take my dog to the vet or something silly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That there is, for your, yeah. your you got to have some skin in the game, you know, for this. I have to tell you, I'm really excited that in the season we're in right now with all the challenges, it's really up-leveled my skill set because I've had to really stay on top of this because I need to be able to give direction and guidance to clients right now coming out of this. My whole focus is what's plan B, C, and D as we come out of this challenge we're having right now with COVID. And that is really up my game as far as the, the type of material I'm reading, the, the collectiveness of stuff that I'm bringing in. So I can sift through this and really give good guidance to my clients right now uh, that they need and they're looking for. But more importantly, is looking toward the future. I mean, you can all get down and, you know, geez, oh, boys, me and cover her head. But coming out of this thing, you've got to really start looking at what things do I need to adjust? What kind of things do I need to do differently? Uh, that's another thing that's happened for me in my business, to be honest with you, out of this thing, I've made a readjustment as to some of the things that we're going to be doing going out of this uh, situation we're in. So, you know, I'm, I'm reading a ton. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm pretty eclectic with the type of people that I like to get information from and kind of synthesizing through that so that I can deliver something of value to clients right now. That's really what <laughs> seems to be the, the focus for me. I like you, Wayne, I'm involved in, uh, you know, accountability groups. Um, and, uh, and giving back by the way, 
I've been invited into several of the groups that I'm associated with to give back, particularly during this particular time, to give some of my expertise back to them. And that's just been the joy. You know, I, like you, I'm a giver. So, you know, I, I mean, I get more juice out of giving sometimes than I get out of getting, you know. So what other words of wisdom would could you give our audience here, Wayne? So on the giving back is an interesting one because one of the things I've been consistent with when I, since I've been teaching LinkedIn for over 10 years is now when it comes to job seekers, if there's a, a church that has a jobs ministry, which there are bundles of them around, I do free, free uh, speeches or presentations for the, those groups. And I have yet to say no to any of them. Uh, and, and I travel, when I travel, then I'll, I'll usually Google jobs ministry in Pittsburgh, let's say, and I'll find them and I'll reach out to them and I'll say, Hey, I'm coming to Pittsburgh for a paid event. I can do your jobs ministry this night before. And they think there's a hook to it. Like what? You're kidding me. No, no, you can call these other churches. This is what I do. It's my ministry. And it's been such a blessing to be able to do that. And I just think that that's why God gave me this skill also to to be able to, to give back in that space. It's wonderful. Jen, you got some other tips of wisdom here? Well, I, I want to hear more from Wayne on where you think the future of LinkedIn is headed. So there was a you know a major change in the organization from an ownership standpoint about four years ago when Microsoft bought LinkedIn. So they are now owned by Microsoft. So my guess is it will stay that way. And I, all of us were worried. The people, those of us that help in this space, were really worried that they they would merge it with. Microsoft Dynamics and LinkedIn would disappear and it would be just part of some other platform that Microsoft owns. They, they, but they said they would hold the, the steady ship and, and they did. And so I think, um, I think LinkedIn is going to do a better, better and job, better and better job for the smaller mid-sized businesses. So far, great retu- recruiting tool. They make a lot of money off of that. Sales Navigator starting to help the smaller business. But when it comes to LinkedIn company pages, the only people that really participate in the paid part of paid company pages are those that have budgets of quarter million dollars a year to spend on LinkedIn, right? They're missing the boat in that many of us would like to spend 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, 200 bucks a month if, if there was a way to do it effectively. And so far, they haven't seen that. So I think that there's going to be tremendous growth in that area. I think there's going to be tremendous growth in the, with the universities and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that once they realize that the universities are willing to, to have a, a paid partnership with them as well, there could be tremendous potential for us in that space too. So it'll help college kids a lot better. So those are two of the things that I think are gonna, they're going to pivot once Microsoft realizes there's a lot of dollar signs in those two spaces. And do you yeah. think that it's still valuable for people to create content and post it in LinkedIn? Yeah, I still think that even though we don't get the organic reach, People can still go to your profile, click on your activity, look at your posts, look at your comments on other people's things, look at your articles, and see that you're a thought leader. Now, and they also have the ability, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Jennifer, there's a brand new feature that came out a month ago called Featured. Mm. So on your profile now, Mm -hmm. you can highlight a post, a link to your website, and it's really big with really nice visual. That is one heck of a beautiful tool that they gave us that's really high on our profile and I think it, once they realize that those kinds of things are what we need as solopreneurs, you know, smaller, mid-sized businesses, even if we have to pay a little bit for those things, we would, right? Yeah. So I hope they're testing those things and going, hey, if you like featured, we've got a package of things you can put on your profile if you're a small business person, it's 20 bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. I want 
20 bucks, sometimes millions, right? Yeah, right. Shout out, shout out to you, Wayne. Also, you've been very gracious with me, you know, looking over my uh, portfolio and, and what I had on my LinkedIn, give me some great tips, uh, particularly the ones of getting, you know, uh, contact information and phone number up there, higher up into where the profile was. And then also segregating my profile. That was a wonderful tip as the different services and that kind of thing, much like what you did. Uh, also, you know, having the not-for-profit on there that I have and the, and the radio show also has really been helpful as people look at my background. But you got you are a plethora of tips, man. I got I got I got to hook into it again because I, I need yeah. a little bit more work. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we all do. And so I want to make sure that you each connect with Wayne. If this speaks to you, that number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword LinkedIn. And we're going to send you the first chapter of his book. And then we're going to give away three signed books. And the book is called The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, Kickstart Your Business, Brand, and Job Search. And Wayne, where can they also find this book? Powerformula.net is my website. That's probably the best place to get all kinds of free goodies, including how to buy the book. But it's on Amazon as well. Yeah. And we'll make sure to include that in the, the text message Thanks. that we send everyone. Bob? You're going to want to stay tuned because next week we've got another great guest lined up for us. That's going to help to inspire, equip, and encourage you as a Christian. How are you going to integrate your faith and work? Uh, you know, we take our Bible verse of Matthew 5, 16 very seriously, how we can be that lit beacon on the hill. We got to get it, you know, our light out from underneath the basket and let that shine for the glory of God. So we want to encourage you to tune in. You got podcast. You got no excuse, okay? We're on the internet. We got podcasts. There's no reason why you can't listen to us. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160.